Hello, this is Diksha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 4th of December. India recorded 8,603 COVID-19 cases and 415 linked deaths in the last 24 hours. The total COVID tally stands at over 3 crore 46 lakh, while the death toll has crossed 4 lakh 70,000. So far, India has administered over 126 crore COVID vaccines, out of which more than 73 lakh doses were given in the last 24 hours. The Indian Express reported, quoting a civic official, that 12 people who arrived in Delhi from at-risk countries have been admitted at the Lok Nayak Hospital. The official said that eight of the travellers have tested positive for COVID-19, while four have symptoms of sore throat, fever and also a history of contact with COVID patients. However, it's not yet been confirmed if the eight patients who tested positive had contracted the Omicron strain. The Delhi government had earlier this week designated the Lok Nayak Hospital for treatment of patients infected by the new variant. The News Minute quoted virologist Gagandeep Kang on the new Omicron variant as saying that lockdowns and travel bans do not make sense in dealing with the new variant. She rather emphasised the need for more testing of passengers before and after travel as that might slow down the entry of new variants in India. Meanwhile, the Parliamentary Standing Committee on Health has recommended that the efficacy of coronavirus vaccines should be evaluated in light of the new Omicron variant. The panel also said that concerns about the new Omicron variant and its ability to evade the immune system should be critically addressed. Union Health Minister Mansuk Mandavia told the Lok Sabha yesterday that the central government had spent Rs 19,675.46 crore on procuring COVID vaccinations till 27th November. He further stated that 35,000 crore rupees have been budgeted for implementation of the vaccination drive in the financial year 2021-22. to Further on, the Union Health Minister yesterday also said that the severity of the Omicron variant in India could be low because of the pace of vaccination in the country. The ministry added that there is currently no evidence to suggest that the existing vaccines do not work on the Omicron variant. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 260 million people, claiming the lives of nearly 5.2 million. The World Health Organization stated yesterday that the cases of the Omicron variant have been detected in 38 countries till now. However, no deaths have yet been reported due to the new strain. Mexico reported its first case of the new variant yesterday, while Canada has also reported 15 cases of the variant so far. Reuters reported that the total COVID-19 cases in Europe crossed 75 million yesterday, with the United Kingdom registering the highest number of infections, followed by Russia, France and Germany. In South Africa, the total COVID-19 cases crossed 3 million yesterday, with 16,055 new cases being registered in the last 24 hours. The surge is primarily driven by the Omicron variant. The New York Times reported that the Omicron variant of coronavirus is spreading twice as fast as the Delta variant in South Africa, as per a study which is yet to be peer-reviewed or published in a journal. Before I move on, listeners, here's a recommendation to check out on our website newslaundry.com. My colleague Akansha Kumar's latest report, the part 8 of our ongoing series on the case against journalist Siddiqui Kappan, who was arrested and slapped with UAPA last year while going to cover the Hathras incident. Did you know that the UP police used screenshots of social media posts, which included news articles from The Wire and BBC, as evidence against Kappan in their 5,000-page charge sheet? They also used comments of some people against the RSS to make their case against Kappan. As strange as it may sound, 
read Akansha's full report to know why these screenshots and comments were included in the chart sheet. Go to newslaundry.com and read the full report titled Why did UPSTF include BBC wire articles in the chart sheet against Siddiqui Kappan? Listeners, in this time when important news stories just matter to a certain section of the media, when they are a fresh and new part of the news cycle, in-depth and comprehensive follow-ups of news events become more and more important. Here at News Laundry, our reporters including Akansha and others painstakingly follow stories into their depths, nuances and implications. But they can only continue to do this if we have by our side our precious subscribers who make everything we do including this podcast you're listening to possible. So, if you like our work and want us to keep bringing you stories that matter and are not just lucrative for the news cycle, go to newslaundry.com and hit that subscribe button on the top right corner. Become a part of the community that keeps free and independent news alive. In an update on the Pegasus spyware, Reuters reported today, quoting unidentified officials, that the spyware was used to hack phones of at least nine employees of the U.S. State Department in the past couple of months. According to Reuters, these are the largest reported hacks targeting U.S. officials using the Pegasus spyware. These developments, first reported by Reuters, were also confirmed by officials who spoke to the Associated Press and CNN. In the Indian Parliament yesterday, Responding to queries during the winter session, Union Minister of State for Electronics and Information Technology, Rajiv Chandrasekhar, said that there is no proposal for banning any group named the NSO Group. The NSO Group, an Israeli security firm, had come under fire over the alleged use of the Pegasus spyware to snoop on Indian journalists, ministers and opposition leaders, among others. Samajwadi Party leaders and Rajya Sabha MPs Vishambhar Prasad Nishad and Sukram Singh Yadav had asked if the USA banned NSO Group and Candiru for providing Pegasus spyware, was the Indian ministry also planning to ban the group in India as well? In the written response, Chandrasekhar said, There is no proposal for banning any group named the NSO Group. About the ban in the US, the minister said that there is no such information available with the ministry. The Supreme Court of India had earlier ordered an independent inquiry into whether the government used the surveillance software Pegasus to spy illegally on journalists, activists and political opponents. The government hasn't given any clear answer to the questions raised by the court or journalists. The government had told the Apex Court that it would not file a detailed affidavit on petitions seeking an inquiry into the alleged use of the Pegasus spyware. The US Department of Commerce issued a press release in November in which the NSO Group and other foreign companies were added to the entity list for malicious cyber activities and for engaging in activities that are contrary to the national security or foreign policy interests of the United States. The group was added to a trade blacklist by the country. In November, Israel had limited its cyber security exports to the US following the sanctions on the NSO Group. In July, The Wire had published a top-secret investigation by 80 journalists from 16 international news organizations the French media non-profit Forbidden Stories and Amnesty International, which revealed the alleged use of the Pegasus spyware in multiple countries, including India. The Indian Meteorological Department said that Cyclone Jawad is likely to reach the coasts of Andhra Pradesh and South Odisha today. As per the latest update this morning, the cyclone was nearly 230 kilometers southeast of Vishakhapatnam in Andhra Pradesh. The weather agency has predicted very heavy rainfall with heavy showers at isolated places over south-coastal Odisha and north-coastal Andhra Pradesh. 
The districts that are likely to be most affected in Andhra Pradesh include Srikakulam, Vaisyanagaram and Vishakhapatnam, while in Odisha, districts Gajapati, Ganjam, Puri, Nayagarh, Khurda, Katak, Jagat Singhpur and Kendrapara might receive heavy showers today. The IMD in its bulletin this morning also mentioned that the cyclone might weaken gradually over the next 12 hours and that it might reach Puri tomorrow noon as a deep depression. The Times of India reported that the Puri district in Odisha witnessed rainfall and strong winds due to the cyclone this morning. Meanwhile, as a precautionary measure, the Indian railways have cancelled 36 trains today and 38 trains tomorrow due to the expected impact of cyclone Jawad. In Vishakhapatnam, all tourist spots have been closed for today and tomorrow. The Andhra Pradesh government has evacuated 54,008 people from three districts in the state, while 197 relief camps have been set up at schools and community halls. ANI reported that the Odisha government today ordered the closure of schools in 19 districts. However, the government allowed the scheduled examinations to be conducted with utmost care and under supervision. The National Disaster Response Force has also deployed 64 teams in various states to deal with emergency situations. The Mumbai police today filed a charge sheet against former Mumbai police commissioner Parambir Singh in an extortion case. Dismissed police inspector Sachin Vaze was also named in the charge sheet. The charge sheet pertains to a case which is based on a complaint filed by a Mumbai businessman who had alleged that the accused had extorted rupees 9 lakh from him for not conducting raids at two bars in the city's Goregaon area. The complainant had also accused Singh and Vaze of coercing him to buy them two smartphones costing over rupees 2 lakh. According to the Times of India, Singh is currently facing five cases of extortion. This is the first case against Singh in which a charge sheet has been filed. The interim protection granted to the former police commissioner by the Supreme Court will end on Monday. The state government on Thursday suspended Singh from his position as the Director General of the Maharashtra Home Guard. He had not been showing up for duty for the last six months. Singh had gone missing in October, after which he was declared a proclaimed offender. Konijeti Rosaya. The former governor of Tamil Nadu and the former chief minister of the unified state of Andhra Pradesh passed away in Hyderabad today at the age of 88 after a brief illness. He was shifted to a private hospital early this morning following his illness where doctors declared him dead. The senior congress leader had earlier served as the governor of Tamil Nadu between 2011 and 2016. In that period, he was also made the governor of Karnataka for a short period. He retired from active politics after his 5-year term as Tamil Nadu governor ended. Andhra Pradesh Chief Minister Y.S. Jaganmohan Reddy expressed his condolences over the demise of the former CM. The Brazilian Supreme Court on Friday ordered an investigation against the country's president Jair Bolsonaro over his comments that the COVID vaccine may increase the chances of contracting AIDS. Bolsonaro had made the comments in a live broadcast in October on multiple social media platforms. after which he was temporarily banned from Facebook and YouTube. According to Reuters, the Joint United Nations Program on HIV and AIDS has said that the approved COVID vaccinations are safe to be administered to most people, including those living with HIV. The court's order for investigation came after a request from a Senate investigative committee. In October, the committee had concluded that Bolsonaro had committed nine crimes pertaining to his handling of the pandemic, including crimes against humanity. The president however had denied all the allegations. This is not the first time that Bolsonaro has raised doubts about the coronavirus vaccines. He has done it on several other occasions, also declining to take a COVID-19 vaccine himself. 
That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.